Easy. Ready to re-examine your assumptions and expand your inventory of ideas? More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now. Indeed, here we come. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, as you well know. Natasha Mejay is the Director of Community Education and Outreach for Susan G. Coleman, and I am pleased to have her on this program for the first of a number of conversations we will no doubt have this month, as I do every October, uh, trying to focus a spotlight, some attention on the accomplishments and hurdles Uh, And there are both accomplishments and hurdles that black women still face when dealing with breast cancer. Why is it so important to me? Uh, Because uh, now, 10 years ago, I lost my producer, um, Cheryl Flowers, at the age of 42 to triple negative breast cancer. And for the last decade, this has been certainly a passion of mine. Others have been at this a lot longer than me, and I pay respect to them. But 10 years ago, when I lost Cheryl, um, she was my, again, exec producer of my radio program. Uh, lost her a decade ago now, believe it or not. Uh, and I've been as dedicated to this as I uh, can be. If you're ever in Los Angeles uh, and you come to our building right on Crenshaw Boulevard, on the front of the building or the back of the building, in both places you will see a plaque uh, that has uh, some information about Cheryl. So you can't drive down Crenshaw without seeing Cheryl's face on the front of our building in um, uh some words about her and what she meant to me, to this program, to my radio work, and to all of those who work uh, with us uh, as we uh, syndicate the, the, the Tavis Smiley radio program. And so I miss her dearly, even a decade later. And so every year uh, around this time and uh, certainly around the time of her, her passing or transition, um, we spend some time in reflection uh, and talking about where we are, where we've come, what's left to be done. And I'm happy to report um, that uh, great progress had been made, certainly, with regard to triple negative breast cancer. It was when Cheryl uh, contracted it uh, 10 years ago, an absolute death sentence. If you had triple negative a decade ago, you were definitely going to die. And there wasn't much question about that. There are always, of course, exceptions to every rule, but it was a death sentence uh, for black women. And black women contract triple negative, branch, uh, triple negative breast cancer uh, more than any other group of women. Uh, and so it was an absolute death sentence a decade ago. I'm pleased to report that all the research and the funding and, and, and all the things that go into finding cures and ways to, um, uh, to push back on these uh, cancers of all kinds, that's important work. And so it's not the death sentence a decade later that it was 10 years ago, uh, but we ain't there yet. And until we get there, we're going to keep talking about it. With that said, I welcome Natasha, Natasha Major to this program. Natasha, thank you for your work at Sujin G. Coleman. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Tavis. Thank you so much for having me. It's my great delight to have you on. So uh, talk to me. Uh, it's October. Uh, we know we, we're used to it now. Let me let me just start with this. Susan G. Coleman has done a remarkable job, um, whether it's, you know, uh, with the NFL or all across the board. Uh, I, 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 uh, I love people's hustle, and I love when I see it work. Uh, and it's it's quite something uh, in this country to grab a hold to an idea, to push that idea forward in such a way that everybody knows about it. So October, we all know it's October. We know that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We see the pink everywhere. You see the athletes wearing pink shoes. I mean, it's just uh, I just want to start with it with it with a shout out to Susan G. Coleman, because y'all have put this thing on the map, Natasha. I appreciate that. You know, it's it's interesting to to think back to that, because I know. 
it's only been 40 years that we've been around, but think back 40 years if you can. And women were experiencing breast cancer very privately and silently. Mm. And you couldn't, you couldn't talk about the word breast, much less breast cancer. Mm. And so you're, you're, you're right on that. You know, there's a lot of pink around and we're so excited and pleased to be, to use the month of October to really increase awareness and knowledge and figure out ways that everybody can take action. And I, I just really want to thank you for keeping this at the forefront of your, of your program as well. And, um, you know, my condolences on the loss of your good friend, Cheryl, mm-hmm. um, to triple negative breast cancer. You're absolutely right. We've made some strides, but we definitely have more to go. Yep. So to that point, um, I'm going to pass the mic to you. And um, if I were to give you the mic and say to you, all right, give me your your your, your brief three, four minute speech about the state of black women and breast cancer. Uh, you'd grab the mic and you'd say what? You know, I'd say I'd first start off by saying my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer about seven years ago. Um, And if she were to walk into a medical clinic right now um, and walk alongside a white woman in a clinic on the other side of town, um, chances are we we would expect that they would get the same level of care um, and have access to the same things. But we know that in our country where there's been so much racism and systemic racism, that that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that black women in the U.S. are about 40 percent more likely to die from breast cancer than white women. And so, you know, it's something that we have to continue to combat and and work through. Um, And what Susan G. Coleman is doing, we, we know that we can't stand by knowing that health inequities exist in the black community that result in that type of unacceptable breast cancer outcome. So what we've done instead is we've decided to deepen our health equity work and really take a stand with our program that we created called Stand for Her, a health equity revolution. Um, That program itself is Coleman's commitment to collaborating with black communities, policymakers, researchers, and key stakeholders to create a world without inequities and to also create a world where black people have the same chances of surviving breast cancer as anybody else. Yep. Let me ask point blank, whether or not these inequities that you speak of now, Natasha, are perennial or intractable? Obviously not the same thing. Are they perennial? They just keep going and going and going and and, and nothing seems to get done about them. Um, or are they intractable? Is this an issue that th- these disparities are, are so uh, entrenched that nothing can be done about it? So the inequities clearly exist. Are they perennial or are they intractable? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I can honestly say that if I felt that we couldn't do anything about this and this is just status quo, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be in the job that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I think we can always do something. And I know we know the statistics, we know that they are dire, um, but now we have to act. And I, that's why I really appreciate the Stand for Her initiative, because it is really about action. Um, we know that, you know, this is the, the disparities and inequities that we see in the black community are not necessarily due to biology, even though some people say, oh, it's because they don't get mammograms, or oh, it's because, you know, they don't get this. With notwithstanding biology, we know that the systems um, that support people in their breast cancer care have failed black women and continue to fail them at every step of their breast cancer journey. 
Yeah. Um, speaking of mammograms, when we come forward, I want to come right to that because uh, obviously I am not a woman, but I, I read uh, I read a lot uh, to, to be on point every day, at least attempting to be on point every day for this uh, for this program. Uh, and so I'm, I'm always reading stuff. And it seems to me every so often I look up and I see a new study, new sur- a, a, a new study, some new research about mammograms. And when and how often women should get those mammograms. So I want to just sort of uh, hear it directly from from Coleman uh, as to what they believe, what are they recommending when it comes to women, uh, black and otherwise, uh, when it comes to getting mammograms? Because it seems we keep moving the keep moving the line, uh, and the research keeps showing something different. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm curious about that. It's the same thing. It happens also with men and, and prostate checks. Um, the stuff just seems to seems to shift here and there. We will talk about that in a great deal more when we come forward. Uh, as October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I guess right now. Natasha Maje, Director of Community Education and Outreach. For Susan G. Coleman. More of Tavis Smiley when we come forward. Who do you trust to get at the truth? Tavis Smiley. Smiley. That's who. The conversation continues right now. So uh, before I get to uh, to uh, the word on mammograms, uh, Natasha Majay, let me um, let me do this. Um, we talked earlier about some of the hurdles that black women, of course, still face. We know that um, the inequities exist and that black women uh, are not uh, given nearly the kind of respect that others are given. Um, there's a, a great conversation in this country that I think is brewing up, and there have been a number of documentaries about it. I've uh, had a number of conversations about it, uh, about the, uh, the disparities in black maternal health. Um, so the ways in which black women, you know, trying to bring babies into the world, uh, die uh, in instances where they shouldn't die, and all kinds of issues uh, regarding black maternal health. So these inequities are sort of, as you well know, are basically across the board. Uh, when it comes to the way we do healthcare or don't do healthcare uh, in in this country, and yet um, while that is is real, uh, the challenges and the inequities, um, I want to believe that after 40 years of doing this, uh, that that Coleman every year has some stuff they want to brag about. That there is something that's being done. There's some progress being made. There's some accomplishments that you want to celebrate. If I'm right about that, what 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 are we celebrating in this uh, this month of October, this season of breast cancer awareness? Sure. I think we are celebrating our advancements, um, truly. And you you alluded to it earlier about all the technological advancements that have been made since that time, um, since 40 years ago. Um, We knew that back to that day, um, Coleman really was founded off of a promise to end breast cancer when detection back then was really based on feeling for breast lumps. Mm-hmm. It's different now. Um, and almost any anyone who was diagnosed at that time underwent some type of mastectomy, which is the removal of breast, the full breast and breast tissue. Um, treatment options were really limited and they were a one-size-fits-all kind of model. Um, and really, thanks to the countless discoveries and investments that Coleman has been able to be a part of. We played such a large role in transforming that breast cancer experience and the landscape, Um, really helping to propel propel advances in technology, research, and increasing awareness and education, as well as breakthrough treatments um, that lead to more of a personalized therapy and care. You mentioned the advancements made in triple negative breast cancer, where it used to be a death sentence. Mm -hmm. That's so incredibly true. Things have 
we've had so many wonderful advancements and Coleman has been able to be a part of a lot of those advancements as, as, as time has gone on. So yeah. we're really proud of that. So the awareness is working. As I mentioned earlier, everybody who's a football fan, that means most of us, um, you, you can't avoid it in October. Um, you see, you see it everywhere. You see the players wearing the pink shoes and the, the uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, so this awareness campaign over these decades that Coleman has engaged in is making a difference. And again, they're raising money and they're making progress in a variety of ways. When we come forward in our remaining moments with Natasha Majay of Susan G. Coleman, we'll talk about the word on mammograms and make sure we get it straight. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley. Rank number 45 on the heavy hundred list of the 100 most important radio talk show hosts in America. Smart talk for curious people just like you. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. 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 Tavis Smiley and Natasha Mejay, who is with uh, Susan G. Coleman. She is the director of community education and outreach as we uh, have the first of a number of conversations that we'll have throughout this month uh, of October, which, as you well know, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You see the pink everywhere. Uh, I'm delighted to be on with Natasha for these uh, last three minutes that I have in today's program. So, Natasha, give me the word on mammograms. Um, As I said earlier, it, it seems every so often you... You read something different about when and how often, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you tell me. Sure. So for a, a woman of average risk, she should begin getting her mammogram screenings at age 40. And I, I want to emphasize average risk and what that means, mm-hmm. um, because someone may be at a higher risk for breast cancer where they may need to go in before age 40. So, um one of the things that's really important is knowing your risk, understanding what your family health history tells you, because a lot of times in the black community, we don't have those kinds of conversations where we talk about our risk, or we don't know who in our lineage has had breast cancer in the past. Those kinds of things can be missing puzzle pieces for your own health. And so really getting a good handle on that. And I'll also say, if you notice anything um wrong with your breast, if you have a breast problem or you have a question about it, it doesn't matter what age you are, you should really go check in with your medical provider about that. Um, Because we know that black women are diagnosed with breast cancer at earlier years, which is earlier than 40, um, with more aggressive forms of breast cancer, like triple negative breast cancer, and in later stages, meaning stages three and four, where it may be more challenging to treat. So, we have to be aware of what's going on with our bodies. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always uh, um, I used the word earlier, perennial in this conversation, asking you a question about whether something was perennial, these inequities, or intractable. Uh, I, I find myself perennially <laughs> wrestling with this issue. And that is um, all of uh, all the things that black folk uh, find themselves subject to, in part because we just don't know our lineage well. And so it's all it's true on so many fronts, including the issue of breast cancer, where there are women who are at risk and they don't even know the level of risk they are at because they don't know their family history. That's so true. You know, and I have a really good friend who tells me she uses her family reunions and Thanksgivings as times to go over family health history because Mm. it's the best time to do it. Everyone's all together. 
and it's a good time to kind of get that out in the open. Um, now, hereditary cancers are not the only form of breast cancer. Sure. We know that breast cancer happens to people. You may be the first in your family, um, but having that history and the background is part of the puzzle and yep. really important. Natasha Mayjay is the Director of Community, Community Education and Outreach for Susan G. Coleman, now 40 years uh, and running, doing the kind of work that needs to be done to raise the level of awareness about breast cancer. And so we all know uh, that uh, October is the month of pink. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This is our first conversation. There'll be others as we move through this hour, uh, uh, this program and move through this month, uh, empowering black women with the information they need to make sure that they um, uh, are healthy. Natasha, I thank you for your work and witness. Good to have you on the program. We uh, salute uh, Susan G. Coleman for all the work that you have done and continue to do. Uh, we celebrate this uh, program that you told us about today, uh, the HER program. Uh, and uh, I thank you for the time to talk to you. Thank you. I good, appreciate it. Good to have you on.